You're not going to do like a little jingle or something like liven it up. When I can change, I can change the the intro oh, no, no, tune. No, not the intro tune. Like, oh no, no, no. You just do do you, do it, do, do my it, thing. Do your thing, man. Okay. Not Edit this part out. Um, guys, I got a visa. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Um, so Silas. Sup, dude? Hello, week... What is this? This is episode six. six, but it's kind of episode seven because last week was a two-parter. So, and actually... Week, no, is it um, like episode eight? I don't yeah, know. it's episode eight because uh, the first one wasn't a real one. Yeah. But... You just got a bonus extra, folks. Exactly. You got a great week last week um, and... You've had great weeks every week before that. Silas is now putting his phone on silent because he's realised it might not be. Yeah. And we're well, going to start... got to bait me out like that for? Exactly, exactly. Oh, I have to. I have to keep my role as being in charge. All right. <laughs> so we thought we'd do something slightly different this week to start. We're going we're gonna really? to begin, begin with some follow-up. Follow-up. So that? you had some follow-up, Silas, you wanted to share with our listeners. Did I? From previous weeks and from something we were given by our good friend. Oh, yeah. So when was it like? Make sure you're talking to them. A week ago. Sorry, I was looking out the window because I was trying to look at the trees for inspiration to get my memory going. And basically, last week, Saturday, or somewhere else, it was on a Saturday, the uh, worship team had a breakfast and uh, I don't play an instrument or anything like that. I just gate crash, uh, pretty much. For free food. Free food. Well, I, cl- I take my claim because I occasionally do division. I stress occasionally, so I get crash. Um, anyway, so on arrival at our good friends, Hayley and Niels, oh, and Matt's very, very best friend, Biffy. <laughs> if you haven't caught that drift yet, then go and watch your <laughs> other older episodes. Um, Hayley surprised Matt and I with a gift. And it was like this Ikea phone stand. And I've always wanted one because you know on like if you go on unsplash.com where you can get royalty free pictures, big up Ali Tuff for uh, that recommendation, saved my life on a number of times. <laughs> well, not literally, but you know what I mean? If you're doing graphic and design work, then you know, you know the struggle and it's real. So big up Unsplash and Mr. Tuft. Um, yeah. Anyway, I digress. We got this phone stand and it's just great because in the pictures on Unsplash, they look really sleek when you got picture of like, like a camera some old wooden rustic table, a cup of coffee, probably from Starbucks or Coffee Lab, because that's where Matt wants to go. Yeah, of course. Big out the plugs there, because we're, <laughs> we're going for sponsorship. <laughs> Just playing, we're not really yet. Um, <laughs> but mind you, the CEO, I don't know what Matt's doing. If you do so. want to sponsor us, go, uh, email us See at what e- I mean? etpofm.gmail.com. See what I mean? And... So yeah, they just look really fly. And I thought, well, I'd love to have that one day, but it's never really been on my mindset that I'm going to buy one now. And so it was really nice to get the gift. And so it was nice. I was testing it out. My phone's a bit chunky because I've got Sony Xperia um, Dead 2. You know what I mean? Rocking, I'm not like a, what they call a first mover, first mover advantage. Any business people out there that like to, new products come out, you got to be the first to get it. I'm not one of those guys. I'm like... Let everybody do what they're doing. Wait for the sales to drop, to hit, <laughs> get the prices low, and then I enter in. You know what I mean? And then I'm balling within my financial leg. So um, anyway, sidetrack. So yeah, um, going back to this stand, I just love it. So to be surprised with a gift that I've kind of wanted, 
but never really been thought I'm going to go get one. So yeah, it's been really great, except my phone case is a bit chunky, so I might need to change my case. Can, you, can you use it without the case? You can use it without a case, and actually it fits perfectly without the case. Yeah, because so. I find mine's the same. So one of the sides fits really well with my phone in the case, and one fits without the case. Nice. But I kind of don't really like taking my phone out of the case because I'm just scared of damaging it. And it? And it's great because I use it. It's not like the Nokia 3410 I, I had it on, like, um, uh, landscape, like my phone on landscape. Mm. And so I could sit and watch, like, YouTube videos on that while, That's what I was while taking notes and stuff on my laptop or on my iPad or whatever. Um, so that was really handy. I wasn't taking notes. I literally just watching YouTube videos in my bed because it was great. <laughs> well, I also use this app called Patreon because I follow um, Patreon. What's Alan that? and AJ. Oh, so yeah. I signed up to be a, pat- a patron for their their stuff. So so I have like a monthly subscription to them, and uh, you can you get like exclusive content. But some for some reason they released these videos of their Finding Father teaching, and the first one was available to, to Patreon subscri- subscribers. Oh, right. Um. So I got to watch that, but I couldn't watch it on my laptop or for a browser. I had to because the the privacy settings were set weird, so you couldn't watch it. On an ex- on like a on Safari or anything, oh. so I had to watch it on the Patreon app. So oh, okay. that was really great because it meant I could still have it there <laughs> and have it standing up and still watch while nice. taking notes on it. So that was cool. Yeah, so it's a nice little handy little tool, you know, for us post millennials and that. Yeah, so, uh, it was just really kind as well, wasn't it? It was kind. It was a nice surprise. I felt sorry for everybody else at Worship Breakfast because they didn't get a gift. Yeah, but then they aren't they aren't international podcast hosts. Wow. So well. that's probably why. There was a mic. I think Matt just dropped. Matt just dropped it. Oh, that's cool. So, so your follow up and shout out was to Haley. Yeah, Haley and Neil, big up for the gifts. Appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'd like to give some special recognition to a few of our listeners. A few. All right, let's get so strapped the first in. First one is Nay Tuft because she has been uh, Instagramming and you know Facebooking our, our praise. Instagram. What's that? <laughs> He says he's an, an, a novice user of Instagram now. So if you if you do want to find Silas, you can find him on Instagram at at, uh, uh, at bro underscore sci-fi. That's yeah. S-I-F-I, not S-C-I-F-I. No, no, no. Um, and you can find him with his, his couple of posts. Most of it is promoting... Three posts, actually. Most of it is promoting uh, ETPO, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I which can't remember. Good, what was in be? Coffee Lab? Oh, one yeah, was in, one was on the barbecue with good mate Adam. Big up Adam. Oh yeah, because you tagged me in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tagged me. the wrong. Yeah, but I tagged the <laughs> you wrong tagged person. The wrong person, and he replied. And he replied. He <laughs> like, oh, you got the wrong guy. I don't brilliant. even reply to that yet. I don't that know what to brilliant. do. That was do brilliant. I reply? Do I not reply? It's like so, social media anxiety, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just stress, isn't it? It's difficult. I liked yeah. it. I liked his post. Uh, you can see, I was the real target. Okay. Um, so now you're friends, huh? Yeah, exactly. We're like, I don't. I think he's. I can't remember where he's from. So his name was MJP, as in like, yeah. but not Matthew James Palmer. Um, so Nay, yeah, she's been she's been uh, sharing the love of our podcast, which is great. So big up Nay Tough. That's Ali. That's Pastor Ali's wife. Pastor Ali, <laughs> Reverend and uh, Minister Ali, <laughs> not this again, Bishop Ali. <laughs> he also has listened to the podcast. Uh, I don't know how many episodes, but he should have listened to all of them by now. Um, wow. <laughs> Another mic I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm not saying that, that was Matt. So I'd catch, also like yeah. to uh, say a shout out to Imogen Smith. Um, Big up, Immy. Our favourite friend, Immy. See, that was me saying a compliment, Immy. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember that. Because she called you out, didn't she? Yeah. In the earlier episode, because you, you hesitated 
before because yeah, I her. forgot who was living in, <laughs> who I lived with as like, no no my, who was doing friends. the student who was no not student the youth work wasn't it oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so so she called you out on that but she also Hashtag followed, it was followed you up didn't she on on talking about so she took the leadership podcast and asked you to help her with fitness yeah and so that's cool so that was a that was great an application of some of the stuff we talked about sure um and then Haley again because she, she Haley has become the etpo administrator so she essentially well i say that she hasn't actually done anything to help all she does is is email criticisms of my spelling and grammar so constructive feedback <laughs> yeah actually. yeah that's okay yeah, i'll give her that um so that's been very helpful but so thank you Haley. we appreciate you for that yeah we do and then the last one is uh, just a personal one i want to give a shout out to gregor because i know that means we've got at least one international listener sup gregor because uh, he is listening from washington dc and has given a lot of praise to the Oh, oh yeah, can I give another shout yeah, real quick? It, yeah. Just while you jump in. Let me big up my cousin, Sam, because she might be listening. We spoke randomly on the phone on Monday and I told her I was doing a podcast <laughs> and I don't really know how I got here, but I'm here and um, go check it out. So if she's listening, if you're listening, Sam and the family, big up yourselves. <laughs> See, you're now got international profile status. Exactly, international recognition. Though. Recognition now. So uh, <laughs> yeah, no, love you guys. So that brings us nicely on to our catch up. So it's been, it hasn't quite been two weeks, but it's been what? I don't know, maybe it has been two weeks since we recorded. I don't know, I've lost count. Yeah, it's been two weeks since we recorded because last week we couldn't record because I had the busiest and, well, actually, I was going to say the busiest, most stressful week of my life, but actually that was this week. That is this week. Um, but it was, last week was the most stressful week until this week. So we didn't record last week because I was so busy. Yeah. Um, but how so the last time we spoke we talked about lauren hill and when we yeah. went to london that was mad and then since then what have you been up to i don't really know it's been kind <laughs> of a it's been kind of a blur um i think it's because you, you've gone back to work since then haven't you yeah it was you, like, so you were off until the end of that week weren't you when we went to london yeah, that week went quick like a one-hit wonder um yeah, it was a mosh. So no, I'm joking. It, it, that means I've rested, so that's good. Um, so it was quite... I hit the, the ground running because I was in schools, I think, three times this week. I try and do two at most um, just to, so I can balance some of my other duties in the church properly. Um, but this week, it was three, um, either delivering assemblies, class lessons, whether it be RE, PSHE and stuff like that. So that was quite full on but a lot of fun too a lot of fun what do you um, talk about when you go into the schools um so in stanmore um i was asked to do a re pshe lesson on respecting cultural cultural beliefs and people's backgrounds as part of their year three topic into british values so um yeah that was a lot of fun actually and it's great when the children have personal stories that they when they feel engaged with it to put in personal stories of you know yeah. family history the places they've visited the types of food they've ate or ate eaten i hope that grammar was right forgive me if it wasn't um Haley will pick you up on it sure constructive feedback um yeah so that's really cool and uh yeah when you put it all together you get something beautiful well that's how i view it yeah a few things and so that was great um so yeah that was pshe and then I, could, I did a, a lesson on prayer um, and then I did an assembly on community 
and just letting um, secondary school uh, young people and King's school know what's what's on in Stanmore and Winchester really because I think when you're a teenager you're so well just generally but definitely as a teenager you can be so absorbed in your own world and you know you start growing you start changing you get that teenager grumpitis how are you doing <laughs> Matt did not like how loud I was there um, <laughs> sorry dude you just startled me a little bit <laughs> That's what I do, baby. Um, yeah, so sometimes when they've got a grump or you're just so absorbed in your own little world, you kind of forget what's on or in and around you and what's available to you. So just wanted to help uh, raise the perspective on that, um, which was good. So, yeah, so that was a, just a different kind of busy. Um, and we come quite busy with various different church activities as well. So it's been a bit of a blur, but all good. Still yeah. smiling. Monday was out in the garden. Still breathing as well. Still breathing. That's what it's about. I'm happy to be alive. God is good. So, awesome. yeah, keep it moving. What about you? Well, I so I had, I think I mentioned last time, I had 12 days off work. 12? Yeah, in total, which was, it was glorious. Yeah, um, I, it was. I got so little done, it was great. No, um, I was in the process of, well, I'm in the process currently of moving home to my mum's. I think I talked recently about how proud I was in the six years since, well, six years since being 18, I've managed to not go back home and now I am. So, <laughs> so, so I've been moving things back and I officially moved back at the beginning of next week. Um, so I've been doing that. But the reason I had the 12 days off really is because I was getting ready for a visa interview, <clears throat> mystery visa interview. Dude, um, the suspense, man. Which I can now confirm because the lovely people of the United States have said I can go. <laughs> Did they pay you to say that? I'm <laughs> yeah. joking. The US government are sponsoring this episode. <laughs> so I... Yeah, Big up I had Donald a, Trump. What did I do? I had a... But actually, no, I mean that. Big up Donald Trump. Because yeah, actually, I mean, you've got, you got, you got to pray for your leaders. So whether I agree with his views or not, And actually, also, he's doing, he's doing great things for the Korean Peninsula, seemingly. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not interested in the political views as such, but actually you're in charge. So I want to pray that you do a good job. So... On the behalf of mankind. Anyway, Amen. let's move on Amen. because I'm gonna get feedback. Like, what are you saying about chat? <laughs> Stay in your lane. I'll just edit it out. So edit kidding, that part. Out. Um, yeah, so I went to the US Embassy in London last week and had an interview for a B1 B2 visitors visa, which was approved. Wow. So I've now got a little visa in my passport, which is valid for ten years, apparently. I don't know how that works. What? Um, so hold on, hold on. So let, let me get this straight. So you go to America for a little bit, bounce back, and let's say two years time, I'm going to go to America. You can just use that same visa and I, bounce. I think so, but the thing with so what I think has what I think happens now is because I have a visa, a valid visa. Right. I have to travel using that visa. So if the reason I'm going is outside of the right. B1, B2 category, right. then I can't go. And one of the conditions of my of the visa I've got is I have to prove I'm coming back. So okay. that's why I'm fortunate that I've got this job with the police to come back to. Mm. Um, and also just because all of my life is here. Fair enough. Um, and that's what including I'm going to say. Your, including your say co-host, about, man. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to say about the matter because I don't want uh, customs to, to hear this in case... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So so the exciting news is that I'm going to the US for eight months. So 
I Woo-hoo. am going. We talked briefly, I think. I'm free. Episode. I got space. No, I'm joking. I'm, I will miss him. It's going to be weird. No, because the podcast is going international. So don't worry, listeners. Yeah, don't you're worry. going to still get a weekly update. Yeah, well, a weekly podcast of me and Sai doing edit this part out because I'm going to take some equipment with me and we're going to just do it over Skype. So it's going to be great. It's going yeah. to be awesome. We've still got to figure it out, but it can happen. Yeah. Which is amazing because I was talking to Chatan the other day and he said just the, we're reflecting on technology and just how, how amazing, like you can do things for free or for very little now, which was before cost a premium to do. And it would also require you to invest heavily in knowledge and know how to do it. Yeah. Whereas now it's anyone can do it, which is yeah, amazing. exactly. Which is kind of the, I think it's the up and the downside. That's of, true. Because because now everybody thinks they can mm. sort of. You see some real rubbish out there, don't you? Yeah. Like I mean, our podcast is high quality because because we invest so much time and energy and and so much of our person into it. <laughs> just yeah, see yeah. your grin through yeah, that. yeah. I'm just like yeah I just show up <laughs> literally I show up and I show up not of my own volition I show up because Jesus took the wheel and I arrived says this is my stop I, I need to get off here no, I'm playing. so I had those 12 days off really. I went to the get, get my visa got my visa I went back to work and it was literally the most depressing feeling ever because I went back in halfway through the week so I went back in on a Wednesday which was kind of nice, except I went back into three days of training. And then today I had an assessment on my training. So so it's oh. kind of been a bit of a, it's been a stressful few days. And also now trying to sort out the fact that I'm leaving my job and figuring out whether... So you've put your resignation? No, I haven't because I am trying to get a career break or some sort of preferred um, resignation. So there's this thing called a resignation with preferred return or something where you can resign but when you come back you're put on like a preferential list to get a job before anybody else okay so i'm hoping because i'll be trained Mm. so i'm hoping that either way i can go for one of those um but we'll see um but that actually leads quite nicely unless you have anything else you want to catch up from from the week no i feel good it leads quite nicely onto our topic because because me going away is all sort of wrapped up in our our topic of the the week because this week we're kind of doing so the the journey we've been on in the podcast was kind of a stumbling through the first few episodes finding topics which which which, on reflection they're really popular episodes and they're great but we've kind of we've got there with the sound we've got there with the microphones now and we've got kind of a bit more of a structure going the website's up and running it's it's getting like hundreds of visitors like which is really great wow um and it all, I say, we stumbled through the first few episodes, but I feel like what we're currently doing is working through a kind of series of, you know, we we talked about us as individuals and like why, you know, you had those those two episodes last week with sort of interviews about who we are and why we are and wh- how we got here. Yeah. And now we're kind of doing a, well, how did we even get to this point of making a podcast, which we kind of briefly talked about before. Um, it, I think in one of the very... I think maybe that very episode zero, I think we talked about this whole thing of doing a podcast. Um, And it's kind of linked to the whole idea of what 2018 has been like. Mm. Because, so I think we, we sort of said it's the podcast has stemmed from our friendship, our discussions, the things we've been talking about. um, And that very much was evident in the leadership episode. 
because that sort of came out of not only conversations between us but conversations amongst our the leadership of the church um but also it's come from even earlier than that so i think we we agreed that the starting point of all this really is around christmas last year when we had like the carol service and i think so and different yeah. stuff because oh, right. we started i suppose it actually started because we went and did like an almost mini review of the the carol service didn't we we're not a review but we we talked about with a few others we we sort of were discussing the carol service and and that kind of led to to church-wide stuff and life stuff i think so yeah um, as far as i remember it, it my memory i mean you're, ha- my you, you were in quite a, a different place then though weren't you yeah my memories are kind of hazy i think i was in like <laughs> recovery mode recovery <laughs> also church operation christmas mode all hands to deck quick 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 yeah and so it's like I had many conversations at that time, so like I'm a bit fuzzy on the particulars, but yeah. Yes, I think we started talking about stuff then, like at my birthday as well. So we were we yeah, were just na- that. we were naturally talking a lot more because it was becoming about me, and so no I'm kidding. <laughs> no, so we, we were just we were just hanging out more, weren't we? And, yeah. And things changed in in sort of in my life, and you know situations were changing, so it kind of gave a lot more time for for us to be able to hang out and and also I think we were just sort of bumping into each other uh, uh, into each other a lot more at church mm. like afterwards like pack down stuff setting up stuff and so then we just naturally were chatting about things yeah it's almost like you know when them ones for those that are at university or college and like you're in the college in the day and you see your college like the daytime college crowd <laughs> but then when you go to the uni or college library at night time and there's a different type of crowd. Sometimes they can be the same person, but usually I like the nighttime crowd because you've got more time to talk. Um, you can be a bit louder. Less distraction. Less distraction. <clears throat> and um, I found like friendships um, grew when I was at the university at li- library at nighttime. Yeah. So I would describe us hanging out, pat down a bit like that, like almost being in the library again and like, Oh, the night's drawing in. It's let's, also because it's, it's also like the end, isn't it? So you don't have the pressure of doing the event. Yeah, so you can relax and yeah, calm down. That's what I kind of found about after the carol service was that, because we went to McDonald's with a couple of the other people from the team. Oh yeah, and we did, we, didn't we? Yeah, and it was kind of like, even though it, it was late, but there was kind of no pressure because the event was over, no one had work, like nobody had to sort of, like the pressure of the next day essentially like we were yeah. just sort of we'd all written off the next day anyway yeah. um so that was kind of cool i also think for me 2018 i very much came to it with an attitude of like this year has to be better than last year not because like last year was like terrible but just because i think there was a real there was a real weirdness around last year i think i think everybody went into 2017 a little bit in a low because of well for the people in the UK Brexit because that happened in 2016 didn't it as in the vote mm. um, Donald Trump everyone was so petrified about that mm. North Korea which I mean it's funny now because it's you look at that now like, globally there was like lots people were like oh 2017 is going to be such a weird year such a bad year and there were loads of like celebrities passing away like yeah. randomly like what was it like Carrie Fisher's I remember like her mum died and then she died like a couple of days later. Yeah. It's all a bit like, oh my gosh. And, and it's like David Bowie passed and it was just like... 
So I think that 2017 yeah, in general was like a weird year. And I know for me, like personally, it was like it wasn't. It wasn't like it was a bad year, but it was just. It felt like it went on and on, and, and there was lots of there were lots of bits of it that that kind of hurt, mm. but not like in a lasting way, just in like a in the moment. So 2018, I came into a real like, this is gonna be a really good year. Like I just got a real a real sense that I I wanted this year to be good, um, and that that was gonna be the case. And I mean, it's kind of started that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it started that way really because. Um, not just with you, but a lot of my friendships really developed and really grew. So, like my friend Luke, like we we ended up we went away for a weekend in Amsterdam together, which was like just so cool. Like we booked that like the first week of January, and just like in March we're going to go away. We're just going to have like a good time. Just you know, not not worry about work about anybody else. We're just going to get sort of get away. Mm. And that was really cool. And the time leading up to that was really good because we were hanging out a lot more and we were you know we're we're doing stuff every weekend and it was really cool um and then also with like my family i was seeing i I was seeing like my mum's side of the family like a lot more at the beginning of the year like which is really really nice Mm. um there were just a few like a few family events that were on that i ended up going back for so it kind of started off like you know the projection of the year seemed good from the start which is really cool um and then also with all this other stuff with like work and with um sort of some of the creative things I do so photography and that I'd kind of I'd step back a little bit towards the end of last year but then just really felt like I want to get more into these and as I did it kind of really perked up my ear a bit nice (laughs) it's kind of kind of odd odd timing really but yeah it's kind of it's kind of weird on reflection that you can I, I've never been one to be like, oh, it's a new year. It's, I'm going to do something new. I'm going to be someone new. Like, I, I don't really like that, but I just really felt this year like I like I needed to, like for me. Mm. I don't know what you kind of... Well, so we've talked before about how the last couple of years for you have been quite yeah, stressful. I feel like just going to the first thing to about new year, new me comment. <laughs> I know we're pre-jumping the gunners. We're not at the end of 2018 yet, but I'm not really a big fan of making making those posts uh you know everyone's like me and knew me and all this stuff like I, I yeah for me it's like you can do that amongst without the kind of the public profile and if you want to make those declarations to yourself uh and those goals and draw a line under the sand then absolutely do you but um sometimes it's just best just to be quiet and get on with it sometimes yeah. um rather than broadcast everything that you're New Year, New Me, like I remember listening to a preach um, or a clip of a pastor preaching and and about Christians um, and how they look at um, New Year's. And so, you know, they might say cliches like, you know, 2002, God's going to do it for you. Uh, 2003 is going to be a new me. 2004, God's going to give me more. You know, <laughs> 2005, I'm going to be alive. Uh, 2006, I'm going to get a fix. And it goes on and on and on. You know what I mean? And um, What's 18? 2018. Um, that's put me on the spot. 2000, <laughs> 2018, we're going to get higher podcast views and ratings. <laughs> Um, close, close, we'll, close, we'll that. close. We'll put, we'll leave. That's that the in. best I got. We'll leave that in. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So sometimes we can we can do those and have all these cliches. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not, you know, in good intentions. But sometimes 
writing them down is one thing or setting them up is one thing but you've got to live that walk or at least try to walk that journey yeah put achievement to one side walk and appreciate that journey towards the goal that you've just set um and that's easier said than done and i'm just talking from my own personal experience so sometimes i feel like it's less sometimes in some situations it's worth just talking less and and trying to do more or be focused on what you're trying to do um because it just ain't worth it but that's just a personal opinion other people have different perspectives on that and there's nothing wrong with having those targets but sometimes so we all know those people who be like oh yeah you know this year you know new me fresh start and it's really important that we kind of have fresh start you know in lamentations in the bible it talks about actually uh god's mercies are fresh every day so i'm not saying that that the aspect of it's wrong does i don't like the idea of it's wrong um but I think some people just like to be attention seeking with it. And I'm like, have that, that idea in your heart and purpose it in your heart with yeah. you and God or you and your closest. But then, you know, strive towards that or walk say, towards that. Is it good to share it with some people though? Because you kind of then get the, get the, um, not the conviction, but you know what I mean? Like you get the, enc- yeah. the encouragement. Encouragement almost, and yeah. accountability towards yeah. it. Like how are you getting on with it? Not to be like, proper strict to you but just to be like are you getting towards that you know how are things going in there so there is good so there are premises to good so i'm not saying it's all bad but i'm saying there are some people that i i know that just kind of do it for show yeah and it's like dude it's not that deep because it looks even worse when when you share it in such a a global way yeah as like on facebook or whatever yeah and then like a week later so yeah you, you get people who are like i'm gonna eat healthy like i'm not gonna eat like chocolate anymore yeah. a week later someone sees you eating chocolate it's like if you hadn't have told us that we wouldn't know <laughs> so, yeah yeah of course you're gonna get shade and judgment from me right now yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah so yeah that's just my that. view but that's just one perspective that. it's not the be and then it's just a viewpoint so. so do you do what what was your attitude going into 2018 my attitude towards what you thought about 2018 well 2017 was like it was a year of parallel well and recently i i heard um somebody i think on a fellow podcast talk about parallel tracks and embracing that in your life so the fact on one hand your life can be from a from the vantage point or the scope of your personal life could be really great but your work life or maybe you some of the hobbies or interests you're looking at might be rubbish. So I was always a bit kind of linear in my thinking, you know, if one part of my life is rubbish and it's all rubbish and actually it's not, life is messy. Mm. Life is not like that. So um, there could be some aspects of your life that is just great, the best ever. And there's some parts of your life that mm, I'm not so sure. So me personally, last year was a great year. Like, but in terms of, some challenges facing, you know, maybe in church life and few of that do crop up, you know, life is messy. Church is not exempt from that. Um, yeah, it, it was difficult and challenging at times. And so there were some low points in that. Um, so from that point of view, I was ready by the end of the year just to stop. I was tired and just get to the point where you kind of just kind of slowly jogging crawling whatever you want to call it to the finish line and just hit the reset button you know deprogram mm. to reprogram and so that's where i was at and so yeah. going into 2018 after just change of scenery being amongst family and friends and 
not having to think too tough. Um, really going into it with an idea or a, a desire for more of more of God for myself personally, and more of just and the clarity of where I want to go or uh, understanding from him, you know, what are the sort of things you've got in store for my life in yeah. the short term? Because there are some short term things that I needed clarification on. Um, and so, yeah, that's where I was. And starting the year and going into the year, um, God bit by bit was given the, some of the clarification and answers or just glimpses of the direction, which were indicated to me of the direction where I knew I wanted to head in. And so that was really helpful. Um, yeah. So it's really interesting you saying about feeling like you're, you're getting to a finishing line mm. uh, or like you need to get to the next goal and then you can reset and restart. Because when we were talking about university the other week, one mm. of the things that when I listened back to it and, and a few people have mentioned it to me actually since, it was really interesting was when we were talking about, you know, was it worth it? Mm. Did we regret anything? And I think I just said something like, it doesn't matter like whether, whether I regret it or whether it was worth it because I'm here now. Like yeah. I've, I've done it. I've lived that life. I'm here. And it's really, it, it is quite interesting because I think for so long in my life, I've thought about life in these stages of like, you need to get to this point and then you can stop and then you can go again and you can stop. And it's kind of, it's not really how it works, is it? Like we, we can have goals and we have places we want to get to. And a new year's a really obvious and easy point to say, it's a new year, it's a new, it's a new start. But, but really it's not because we're still going to carry over like the baggage that we had from before or the, yeah. the problems that were coming with us. Like, it's not like we get to January 1st and like our bank accounts will reset, our job, like, you know, our disciplinary record at our job is reset and our grades are all reset. Like th those things still come with us. Yeah. So it's quite interesting that we even have like this attitude of, okay, it's a new year. Like I've got this new opportunity, like, but, but why I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting it down. I'm not putting down people that do it, but it's very much how I, how I, live most of the time thinking mm. like like so when i had those 12 days off my head was constantly thinking all right i've got if i can get through this week i know i've got 12 days off and that'll be bliss and i'll come back and it'll all be it'll be great but in reality i had those 12 days off and all that happened was i had 12 days off and i came back into exactly where i where i was before yeah. maybe like i felt i maybe i was refreshed like physically and emotionally and mentally but the actual situation i was in was still the same but but I think actually what's important is is the attitude and, and what you bring to it. Mm. I think that's kind of where that important thing comes because because our finances don't won't change, our position won't change necessarily just from being from having a, a new goal. But it's actually our approach to it and maybe the way we apply ourselves. So for me, like that's that's what twenty eighteen was. It was mm. a chance for me to stop saying like when is life going to get good for me? Like, when is life going to start giving, when, okay, no, when is God going to start giving me the things that I want? Like I've been, I've been asking for these things. I've been asking for the job I want. I've been asking for these adventures, for this fun, for these things to happen. Yeah. And actually until I got to this, and this year I was like, do you know what? Actually it's time to start chasing those things, not just waiting for them. Like I, if, if they're going to happen, I have to walk into them. And that actually came from something Haley shared in one of our leadership meetings um, one of our church leaders meetings where she, she was like, you know, God's promises and God's blessings are there, but you still have to walk in them. Mm. They're not just going to like, they're not just going to appear like they'll be there and the door will open, but you have, you have you still have to walk through that door. 
they still have to take the opportunity and that's kind of really been my my attitude this year is like I don't just want to sit back and hope that things will change and will get better but but actually I need to partner with that and that's mm. really what's driven like my friendships like so I I am I'm a very intentional person now like I I I like a plan <laughs> Really? which you know from the podcast really? <laughs> I, I like to that. you know I like to know as much as I'm kind of I, I re- I'm kind of flaky at times in some things um, and I'm very easy to pass up an opportunity but if I'm going to do something I like to know the details of what I'm going to be doing so at least sure, so at least sense. I can be sort of prepared for it but also like no when it comes to the, for you. when it comes to like the podcast like I've wanted to do a podcast for ages. I've wanted to do something like this for ages. Wasn't on my radar. Exactly. But I just but I just thought one week, let's just do it. Like mm. let's just get on with it. Like I've got microphones, I've got the software, I've got the equipment. Let's just do it. And until I stepped out into that, I didn't realise how much fun it would be. I didn't mm. really realise how how rewarding it would be as well. Sure. And and just to hear people's feedback and hear people come and people we know most of the time. Mm. People we what we see most days of the week are the people who are commenting. But it's really great just to be encouraging that. And it's the same for me with going to America. Like I've I've wanted to go to the States for an extended trip for, for years, but just never kind of had the the bravery to step out. And it wasn't until like we met their team and they came here. Whose team? <laughs> so the school of supernatural life what what i'm going to go do for eight months in, oh so you're in, going to see that for eight months so that that was Franklin, it this is Tennessee. the big reveal <laughs> hold on let, oh, let, whoa, whoa, whoa let's stop let's backtrack you just want see how matt just wanted to just slide that in casually no 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 that's not going to fly with me so hold on so you're flying to america you just upped and let you're going to leave me you know and your mum yeah yeah and everyone for like eight, nine months and you got this visa and you're going to Grace Centre yeah. Church in Nashville Franklin Franklin right. Tennessee Tana- Tennessee I was going to say Tennessee Tennessee, Tennessee. <laughs> um, yeah and so you're going there to a school of supernatural life what on earth is that? Give us some context. What on earth is that? Yeah, yeah. This is interesting. So I posted about it on Facebook the other day. One of my but for rare, those that don't, one of my rare, following you at yeah. m underscore j underscore p underscore two underscore four um, on Facebook. Just fill them in. Actually, in fairness, it was Instagram and it shared oh, to Facebook. Okay. But yeah, but either way, you can find me with that. So Boom. I I uh, I posted that on onto my social media, and a few of my friends who who maybe aren't as in touch me anymore sort of commented saying what exactly is it you're doing and i was like here's the, inf- I mean. here's the information page have a look for yourself like it's too much for me to try to explain but in a in a simpler way i can put it the school of supernatural life is it's a, a discipleship ministry training program um kind of thing that runs for eight months so i, I i'm sure you've heard of bethel and i'm sure lots of our uh, listeners have heard of Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. So, um, discipleship ministry training program. What's so your training to be a reverend? No, not really. It's kind of. It's really. It's a really odd. <laughs> it's hard to describe, really, because it's um, it's not so much ministry training in the sense of like training to be in ministry. It's okay. more about realizing your everyday ministry, um, and realizing. Your Christians your, have an everyday ministry. Yeah, so you What's know, that so mean? we're part Talk, of going to that a bit. Well, more. We're, I think we're 
we're in an interesting place because so I've I've been a part of of a couple of different kinds of churches before, um, and I've got a lot of sort of I've experienced a lot of different church cultures, and the one we're in at the moment is is probably the most exciting really because being part of a uh, I don't even know how I would in Grace Centre or in here at level 10? here at level ten cool um, which is interesting because I think there are a lot of values that we share with with them um the first one okay so the, fir- the with first who? with gray center. center sorry cool. yeah uh, a lot of values we share with gray center so i think one of the really the really interesting ones is we we both have a vision or mission statement i can never remember which one it is which puts a lot of like um emphasis on pursuing god's presence mm-hmm. which is kind of an odd thing i guess to before my mac turns off um i'm just gonna make sure i turn this on edit this part out exactly. la, 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 la. <laughs> so so as I say one of our one of the values that ties both Grace Centre and Level 10 together is this idea of wanting to pursue God's presence um, and what that means is is we want to be a church here at Level 10 um, and I think at Grace Centre I can't, I can't speak for them yet because I haven't I haven't been but as far as I can tell, is what they're doing too. Mm-hmm. We want to be a church here at Level Ten who our primary focus in our church setting, which means like Sundays and all the events we put on, sure. is to have is is to make it clear that it's about bringing God. Like we want God's presence to be here with us. Yeah. Uh, and even though as a people, like we we know that you know the the Bible's clear that wherever two or more are gathered, like Jesus is here with us, mm. um, and that we're all we're all spirit filled people, and that when when we when we give our life to Christ, like we're, we're given the Holy Spirit to, to dwell within us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're given the outpouring of the spirit for our ministry. Um, and also we know that God is, is everywhere. He's, he's in all places at all times. Those are just some of the core things we believe in. Sure. But what that actually means for, for us as a church is that we expect to see the, the goodness of his presence being poured out. And, and that's, I, maybe that's where the big difference comes in that grace center are very much about seeing the sick healed um and seeing people delivered of of you know um evil spirits or of oppression in their lives um they're very much uh about seeing blessing being poured out on on people who are faithful to god uh and also on seeing people be saved so that's what the kind of that having that presence means is it's, sure. it's not just about coming to church, singing your hymns, receiving your communion and going mm-hmm. home and getting on with your life. But it's actually about taking that and realizing that that's not actually just here in the church. Like it's not just about the building that ushers the presence of God. It's actually the people that are doing that Amen. because we walk in his presence and we mm. walk with his presence. Um, so what the school um, does a lot of emphasis on that I'm going to be going to do the school supernatural life is it focuses quite a bit on on the self, which sounds kind of odd, an odd thing to go to if you're trying to. I've I've always been been struggled with with some aspects of what I believe because um, as a Christian, you know, one of our primary missions or, or our primary mission is to help other people become Christians by yeah. sharing the good news of Jesus with them um, and helping them to have the realization that that I've had. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time we become quite fixated on maybe our own relationship with God that we kind of 
don't do anything about that. So when I, so, so one of the things I've always, it's always kind of been drilled into me is that evangelism is like the key to being a Christian. Like you, if you're going to be a Christian, you have to be sharing your faith. Like that's a really important aspect. And for the last few years, I've kind of struggled, not struggled with that, but I haven't probably walked out in those opportunities. And to be honest, going to Grace Center on the face of it doesn't look like it will be any different because a lot of what the school is about is inner healing and understanding the Father Heart of God and getting a sort of biblical grounding. Sorry, inner healing? So there's inner healing, heart <laughs> healing, what's that? The obvious forms of healing are physical, well, will be physical healing. So when somebody has say, like a broken leg and then suddenly they can, they can walk and they're fine. Or, you know, you might see things like um, limbs growing back, you know, or even more crazy would be people who are dead being raised. Mm-hmm. Right? So those sort of, which I don't necessarily know if, I don't know if I'd class somebody being raised from the dead as a physical healing, but that's probably resurrection, but yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there's also uh, a big bit that I think is overlooked, which probably is becoming more prominent now because of how much more prominent mental health issues are becoming in, mm. in general society. But this whole thing of inner healing where you're looking at issues and events in your life that have really impacted your person and your character and your your outlook on things sure um and also there's 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 more there's there's quite a big emphasis on spiritual elements of that as well so one thing that i found really interesting when talking to some people from the from uh, the schools of natural life was when they talk about like generational curses and mm. um sort of the sins of your father and that's and how that affects families and and lineage of families uh and it's something i've been kind of wary of just your father when that's um i think i think of sin of of parents no i think biblically it is Mm. from the line of your father but i I, but i but i think that's probably uh Mm. yeah it's your family because obviously men were the only ones that were considered important in biblical Mm. times um but it's I, I suppose something that people don't want, like you don't want to hear about those things. You don't want to be told that somebody else's problems are causing problems in your life. And you don't want to be told that, oh, that experience you went through as a child has actually affected who you are now. And really you should get some, some, some ministry for that. You should have some, some healing, some inner healing for that. I think people mm. are like, I think we're quite, no, no, especially British people. <laughs> we're very good at being closed off and not, not wanting to face our problems. Mm. It's that whole thing about not facing your demons and like just letting, and I'm not talking about actual demons now. I'm talking about yeah, you know, the facing saying. your challenges. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like facing facing your problem. Like people don't generally they're too scared to face the challenges of your heart because it's hard because it is mm. it and that's the problem because it, it because it challenges you and it's a hard thing to face. And for me, like one of the big things has been which I, I talked to my mum about and you know talked to my family about before is the separation of my parents. Like that was that was the biggest impacting part of my life as a child, which I shared last week on, on my interview on. And so I know that there are things tied up in that, which I haven't ever released. Mm. I just don't feel like I can do it in the context I'm in here. Mm. So by going to a place that specializes in it, that people, that, people that I trust, I don't know them, but I trust them um, because of the testimony I've heard from what they've been doing. I just think it will bring, just a, a newness to my life mm-hmm. i think that's the focus of it um so that's sort of what the school is about that that sounds like it that's that's one element of the school and right. it's one of the it's one of the different elements and probably for a lot of people it's one of the controversial elements mm. of the school um 
because I, I know that a lot of people look at it like I've got a friend who goes whose parents thought it was a well sorry a friend who went a few years ago and her parents thought it was a cult when she was going mm. and it doesn't surprise me when things like that are being talked about because mm. the the church at large around the world hasn't talked about these things for a long time mm. and really we're a part of a movement like um what how I don't even know how I'd class our church Pentecostal yeah we are assemblies of God church or assemblies of, yeah which is part of the assemblies of God movement of 500 churches oh, in the UK what so, what, what denomination does that make it though yeah Pentecostal Pentecostal sort of charismatic yeah. evangelical or evangelical yeah, true, but maybe more Pentecostal charismatic but yeah I'd yeah we're not we're like, not so much on the evangelical side whereas I'd say Grace Centre probably are yeah. more on the evangelical yeah, side yeah I think we're part of Mm, no, let me not say anything I'm not 100% sure yeah that's the thing so it's 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 interesting there's lots of and the reason I think the, the problem for evangelicals has been that there's lots of criticism against them because they're not afraid to say it's the same with like female leadership like I a lot of them a lot of evangelical churches and a lot of churches in general still won't have female priests or vicars or whatever yeah. I mean they have no, the Church of England has vic, female vicars now but a lot of them won't won't see it without the authority of a man involved as well, mm. and that's pe- taking biblical principles. Yeah, and it's funny because I definitely am the sort of person who has an emphasis on different areas. So, sure. so in that sense, because of my relationship with my mum, I know that I'm very much like, well, uh, women can definitely be in charge. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and that's from my experience. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, how do we yeah. even get onto this? I don't know. This is a can of worms we do not want to open. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> um, so that's the school. So I'm going out to do that for eight months. And yeah, that's... How do we... Nice. Why did we get on to... Because I asked to explain the oh, school. Oh, because... And that's why. Because so the night when... The night when the SOSL team came to level 10 is actually the, na- the night that really changed my year. Yeah, it was the night that kind of for me just ramped everything up a gear mm. because being in my own church building not having to be involved in the worship being able to worship being able to receive teaching and to be able to see that nobody from our church had to do anything that night like as in i mean i did sound but i mean for the the functioning of the service that happened and throughout the whole day actually to see people who are so passionate bring that into our building like, because usually you expect to be the top yeah. level of performance in your own, in you know, it's like when the Eagles play in Philadelphia, you know they're going to win. <laughs> or when they play, you know, the Patriots in the Super Bowl final, like they're going to win. <laughs> but, you know, so you have that home ground advantage, don't yeah. you? Like, and that's what you expect in your own church. But to actually see another team come here, their ability to walk in that supernatural really ushered in so much more. And it just made me super hungry for that. Like, it made me hungry to have that. Yeah. Yeah, it was a blessed night. I'm wary of comparing, though. Um, yeah, no, yeah. Like for the, me, yeah. it's because I because I wasn't involved. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Like, as in, if I'd been involved, yeah, I would have, I would have, I would have had a great time as well. But yeah. being able to not be involved and being able to, okay. to, to participate yeah. freely... I hope was a really good experience for everyone, even for like our elders who also didn't have to participate. And sorry, they didn't have to perform; they just had to participate. Lead. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, lead. As lead, in, they serve. didn't need to perform. As in, serve. As in, do their thing. Yeah. 
I don't okay. mean I don't mean a performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no. you, yeah, yeah. So. No, that's cool. No, I think it's there because sometimes actually to naturalize there can be, it can look like that, and actually it's not. I think everything that you do in a church, like you say, it's just to serve and empower, and and usher in God that helps enable, empower, protect people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but the night was great. And I think you touched on a, a point, on a side point there as well, because you didn't have to do anything. And I think that's one of the things about serving anywhere or when you're used to doing things or serving in a leadership capacity is you get so used to doing things, so looking, uh, so used to an eye for detail and and just stuff that it can become very not from putting on a performance, but in terms of carrying out your function performance oriented. Um, and in the church, if you don't watch that balance, it's dangerous because you can then come to a point where you could be left vulnerable. And I'm talking from personal experience is to the fact of that because I'm doing this, this will make God love me more. Mm. And I've been there. And actually, it was great to have that that lie shattered from from my life um, through taking some time out with God and through going to a, another similar thing, um, yeah. school of life. But it was just like a week long conference. Um, That's with, like, with yeah, Lighthouse Kingdom Life School with Lighthouse Family Church in Paul. And so, yeah, it's just so important. I think in any anything you can get. And we live in a performance-oriented culture. You don't deliver. Why on earth am I going to keep you in that job or yeah. function that you're in? You're not doing what I want you to do. So let me go find someone who can. So it's really hard because you've always got those clashing cultures between actually what the kingdom of God and the principles of 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 God that's outlined in the Bible versus kind of the the culture of the world that we're living in. So. Um, there's, that's always uh, a tension in that but um, yeah sorry I digress from there but I just thought it was a really good point that you said and just wanted to dive into that a bit more um, but going back to that night it was a great night just yeah just give the opportunity to be you know, like I say served and ministered by people who have come to serve us um, and helping empower us and understanding our identity which is kind of what it's all about so um, yeah a real blessing not only in in some of the 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 general uh, messages or sermons um, and talks that they they delivered but also in the ministry time where yeah. what they did was they offered for anyone to come forward for prayer and in that prayer what they do is they ask to hear god or ask to hear god's voice or god give them a sense of what what are you wanting to say to that person through them so mm. if it was me i'll be and you come up for prayer i'm like lord what are you saying to matt today that i can communicate to him yeah and so you know what i mean god i'm almost the middleman between god and and you not to say that god can't do it direct because god can like but the actually vessel. the vessel yeah. absolutely and so so when we talk about prophecy and prophesy and when it gets a bit like Ooh, what's that actually i'm just a vessel to Hear God, what God is saying, communicate that on to who he wants me to communicate. And that's what they did for yeah. us. Um, and they're always there to um, build us up, encourage us, um, 
and to draw near because actually that's what God always wanted yeah. to do when he communicates to us. And so, and it's always for the building and edifying and the strengthening of, yeah. of the church and church, not as what the church building, no, the church as a people. people so yeah. um, that's why the SOS, SOSL team was such a blessing because they've done that and just encouraged so many people yeah. um, with words. I was blessed by some of the words and such of the, the, spe- the specificity of, of, detail of what God was saying to them to communicate to me blew yeah. me away just to understand and it was another defining point for me of this is a marker in line of, of receiving some of the specific clarity that I was asking for yeah um in my life so that was really encouraging and has and still is encouraging yeah. to process through and see my journey from there yeah because that's that's yeah. the bit like because I miss that bit which I was really gutted about yeah. I miss the ministry time but I Got I, there's something you saying at the end that I just want to touch back on to remind me if I forget. If I forget. Okay. Um, there, yeah. So I missed the I missed that bit, and I was really gutted because I was meeting some friends because it was St Patrick's night that night, mm. and I'd made plans. I just I didn't even know the because I didn't even know the American team were really coming until a few days before. Um, but I was just so overwhelmed just with the with the messages and with and also just like meeting them like there were just there were so many things that like I'd built up a real barrier around my heart to a lot of things. Mm. And just hearing that like heart of stone message from Karis at night, like I was just like blown away by how, like, you know, you talk about prophetic words being specific, mm. but that felt to me mm. like, and I'm not saying it was, but it felt to me like no, God spoke it, to me to be like, this is for you and only for you in this room. And like, whether it was only for me, yeah, for me it was only for me like it was but no 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 and and that is it is prophetic i think people you know we limit god we need to take the limits off god that actually you know if we want to lower expectations as chris hodges says lower the expectations of people and raise expectations of god so and actually god can speak you know prophetically in 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 a sermon and and that message what what was the prophet and someone says oh god gave a prophetic word what was it that sermon yeah, yeah you know and it's actually something alan said um i think it was last year in one of his podcasts i remember i think he was talking to um maybe david wagner and other prophets and saying hey you know i'm, I'm seeing um before we used to get kind of these rallies and and you have you know these big prophetic names that are known for hearing having such a great voice and hearing from god and but I've noticed they don't do a lot of ministry time like they used to where they would pray or call out in specific people and give a God-given word. Like, hey, do that thing where you don't know anyone and you tell them what name they are, what you know, what house they live, what colour door. Yeah. And do that, that's that, those funny things because that's so cool and amazing. Um, he said, yeah, I've noticed people don't do that as much. And I said, why is that? And he goes, well, just, I think he said, you're speaking to one prophet and he returned, he uh talk back to Alan and said well actually there comes a point where if I was to do that and I'm in a place of 300 people I'm going to be here till 2am in the morning <laughs> and that gets crazy yeah so he goes what I ask God for is one prophetic word that I can communicate to 300 people yeah which yeah. is just actually for me I That's thought great. wow because that is just wisdom yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean you've you got yeah, one battery yeah. one Duracell sometimes God might want you to speak yeah, to everyone yeah. individually but actually if you've got the option let's, got, get, let's get them all at once yeah so uh, just to go back yeah, from what you said I think cool. that's yeah that's it, great. it can be 
Yes, that's why it was so fun. I just knew, I knew from that, and and the fact that, that came from the teaching of the school that wasn't that wasn't something that had just come from from her. That was based around what she'd learned over those two years of doing. I think mm. it's two years she did the school for, and their personal experiences. Yeah, as well. and, and her experiences throughout life, and it just mm. sort of allowed her to communicate that, which is something I'd love to be able to do. Um, what you said about yeah, go back uh, to. Oh, about prophetic words and about you were saying about how you're still reflecting on them now. Yeah. Because I think I I'm I sometimes fall into the trap, which I imagine a lot of people do. Mm. I don't think this is just about prophetic words or about um, Christians who receive prophetic words, mm. but for anybody who's, who's listening, who who gets something like it. So for a Christian, it'd be a prophetic word for you know, whatever you get, um, where you feel like it's, if it's not answered within a day, it's like well, it's not. It's not true. Mm. It's that whole like we're an impatient society, aren't we? Like yeah. we we're the uh, what we the Amazon Prime generation. Mm. Like everything's next day delivery. Mm. You know, it's there are things that aren't necessarily for right now, but they're still true. Like there are so many that I'm still walking sure. into and walking through. And so I think that whole thing of actually hold on to those prophetic words. Like I write them down or record them or whatever. And and it's just it's the best way really to to Thanks. actually capture that and to to keep it to encourage you later on yeah absolutely that's what i think that's one of the biggest things really so important so it's been pretty a pretty cool year so far so I mean, it's gonna be only gonna get better for, for me it's gonna get worse for you because i'm leaving but yeah <laughs> yeah I know. yeah I, but it's not until september do? you've still got a few months so we've still got about another eight episodes to do before uh yeah before that don't worry peeps but the question is you know what was the point of of us talking about this year so far because for me the sort of subheading for this week was like friendship conversation and encouragement because those have been like the big three themes of this year for me like they've that the first thing was i say i've been developing these these better friendships with 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 people who i've known for years but maybe haven't invested as much time in um I've been having candid conversations, just real, honest conversations with people, not just, I want to go beyond that kind of, hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I hate that. Um, And then encouragement, like, and for for me, the encouragement has been beyond people going, you're great, like, this is great, but actually people were saying, do you know what, God has a plan for you. Like, it's really funny, (laughs) I'll just share this. I, I went, when I've been packing down, um, all my stuff in my room ready to move back to mum's I found this little this little glass jar thing I had which like like a like a little glass bottle with a cork in it mm. and inside was a, a scripture and it was from a I went to a wedding last summer um, and they gave us each a scripture on our on our table on our place mat yeah. thing which was in this little sealed bottle um, and obviously we could open them then and we checked we looked at them and at the time I, I remember remember opening it and reading it it was Jeremiah 29 verse 11 you know uh, 500 pounds to have you said the Lord and the plans for good to prosper you and, and to you know all that stuff yeah the good the good stuff <laughs> the good yeah, promises yeah. of God and I when I found it when I was packing up was when I was really stressed I was panicking about the visa interview about what was going to happen like whether I was going to get it what I was meant mm. to be doing and I'd had loads of words about it over the last four or five months about about um, going on some kind of adventure, like uh, being like an entrepreneur, like trying new things. So I've had these words, and I kind of they kind of fizzled out because I hadn't because I yeah. hadn't been holding on to them. I'd kind of they'd happened, and I thought, well, they haven't none of this happened yet. 
Yeah. And then I just found this this glass, this little thing. I opened it up. I'd I'd forgotten what the what it was that was inside. Sure. And I opened it up and was just like, "Gosh, your timing is so good. Like yeah. for me to find this now, for you just to remind me that your promises are good. Like this is this is what I needed. And and I know that was orchestrated to be to be planned. That I would only I would find that on the day when I needed it. Sure. And if I'd found it a week ago, it would be because I found it, I needed it a week ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I know that that was there to encourage me. Mm. So that encouragement has just been a really evident part of this season um, for me. And that's kind of been, as I say, the year so far. So for me, it's been about sort of pursuing the things I enjoy doing, um, which is like doing the podcasting, playing more music, um, actually playing a lot more video games as well, which is always, always nice. good fun. Um having like these genuine friendships so friendships that go beyond hey how are you mm. um and also a bit of hard work yeah like i think this this year i've i've put more into my workplace than i have for for years now and and what i've reaped has been really great in this season it may sure. not be paying off in the long term because i may not be there but it's paying off now, like in mm. the sense of the relationships I have with my work and my colleagues and my boss. Um, and that's really how we got here as well, because all those things culminated into me just going, I'm going to do a podcast. It's going to be, it's going to cost me some late nights when I'm editing. It's going to cost me some time in figuring out how to do this all again, you know, in planning, in making sure you show up. Uh, yeah. Where are you? In feeding you and I'm keeping you, keeping you perked up with sensations and donuts, um, you know. So there's a there's a, a cost to it. There's a benefit in that I enjoy it, but actually, it's kind of all. This is where it's all coming, and this is kind of where my point becomes a bit weird. In that, as a Christian, I know there's more going on around me than what I can see. Yeah. Um. So I know we kind of talked about it briefly earlier about this whole spiritual spiritual realm, which is something I've been aware of for years, but never really considered until I've started looking more at doing sure. something like the schools of natural life. Um, and there is this real genuine battle going on around us for our lives. Mm. Like the enemy wants to try and take it and God is always going to win to hold it if, if we'll go with him. Um, and I was just really interested by this. I found this this uh, this bit in Hebrews six where it literally just says like, "Well, wait, where's the bit that I was talking about?" Uh, okay, yeah. So Hebrew Hebrews six follows um, a bit towards the end of Hebrews five where he's saying about it's a warning about not falling away. Mm. And it just really encourages me because it op Hebrew 6 opens by saying, you know, it's time to go further than the elementary teachings about Christ. Mm. Like it's time to go beyond understanding like communion and atonement and like, you know, yeah. Jesus' sacrifice for our lives. Like it's time to move beyond that and actually realize there are things going on around you sure. that you need to be aware of and you need to walk into. Yeah. And if you do you'll really start to see what's going on every day. And that also culminated at the prayer thing we had, which I went to, I went to some prayer training at the weekend. Um, and his opening point was, there's no three steps to prayer. It's you recognize that there is a spiritual warfare going around you and that what you are doing is you are entering into a spiritual um, 
matter like you know praying for people isn't just it's not of this world it's actually beckoning in the spiritual yeah which i just thought when as soon as you said it i was like of course it is <laughs> yeah how have i not how have i not recognized this before mm. and it's just kind of that that kind of cool realization mm. anything you want to add no i think you've any any closing remarks right there yeah, yeah sorry i knocked the mic um yeah i think if you put that in everyday terms you know as yeah for christians i think for christians but also the outside world you kind of forget that um spiritual warfare involves things of the spirit of our spirit of other people's spirit um good spirits which we believe the spirit of god is you know full stop yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and bad spirit which we refer to the enemy or Satan. Do you know what I mean? So just to kind of spell it out, because there are actually going to be other listeners who will be like, what? Yeah. But kind of get, you know, so yeah, we do believe in that. So it's always great. Like I remember a few years ago, a young person saying, oh, I don't believe in God, but I believe in spirits. And I said, well, I believe in God, but I believe in spirits, spirits too. I believe in the Holy Spirit. That's God. Oh, you know what I mean? And you know, <laughs> And I believe yeah, in the yeah. enemy, and the, you know, bad, evil spirits, you know. So, and it was just eye-opening that they thought that. Could, and so, um, yeah, sometimes it's just trying to, yeah, sometimes things can be hidden out of plain sight because of we assume the context, because our lenses are coloured by what we immediately see. Um, and like you say, so once those lenses are removed, you know, oh my gosh, this is a bigger, bigger thing. But yeah. Yeah, I love I love what you what you shared really about yeah go deeper go mm. deeper in God yeah bigger challenges but actually bigger bigger rewards or bigger opportunities should I say with God when we step out the shallow and and go and go deeper in yeah. you know I think that's the thing I think we are scared of saying the reward yeah because actually if you do step out and follow things of God like it's not that it's not that you'll be rewarded it's that that is the reward yeah the reward of, like walking of step, yeah walking in that will be the reward and walking in that and walking with god you know uh, and, and understanding his greatness and yeah. the vastness of his opportunities that come with walking with him that is why as a church we pursue god's presence because actually there's so much opportunity vitality health and life that comes from him so actually if i know him and encounter him then actually i think i've got a good chance of accessing that accessing his wisdom so that I can understand to be healthy yeah um as well be around people you know both in a church context and also using my relationship with God to advise me or, or support me in finding good relationships and friendships and all the rest of it that are going to allow me to uh, be healthy and grow in community and in a church context grow um in our faith yeah. which we believe is discipleship. So that's what you're doing. You're stepping out deeper and going into, I want to go into another church community to address some of the things that I want to go deeper in so mm. that you can grow yeah. and disciple. And in that, you know, you've always almost talked about this, like this is being a year for your life, that things are going to, this is a line. This is a time that's going to change. So yeah. I firmly believe once you're in America, you're going to access part of your purpose an identity of things on realizing what's the next stage of what that looks like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that release then to go and 
and do those things. Do you know what I mean? So oh, I will take that. Yeah. So yeah. That, 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 so I'm just so for listeners. It's about for us knowing God. Um, knowing God gives us health, and you know we get wisdom that we can be in the right types of communities that we can grow to be healthy and, and growing uh, grow in um, our relationship with God. Just grow full stop and unlocking our sense of identity and purpose that we can feel the release and empowerment to go and do what we feel God has given us to do yeah. or realising our gifts and our potentials. That's what it's all about. That's why I'm a Christian, essentially. You know what I mean? If I were to declutter it and make it simple, that's yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And if you aren't a Christian you're listening to this and you'd like to know more, then then do get in touch. Um, do speak to us. We're, you know, we're super open to sharing some of those things. Like It can seem like one... I always think Christianity seems like one thing from one side. Maybe you're hearing a different bit of it that you haven't heard and you want to know a little bit more about that. Um, and I think, yeah, we'd both be more than happy to talk you through that. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, that's the that's the end of this one. Boom. And this is actually my last week living in Winchester. So Wow. Um, from after next, how from, many years? After nearly six years. Wow. I know, terrifying. Have you got a message for Winchester? Winchester, stay strong. <laughs> and that's all we got folks so yeah so for next week it will be the first of my commuting to Winchester oh. and then recording so that'll be fun yeah so if you see me out and about just remember to be like oh he's visiting he's commuting to Winchester yeah. hello Matt offer me food give me a bed to sleep on <laughs> make my life easier um, yeah so thank you for joining us for episode 7 or 8 or 6 whichever one it is yeah. and uh, we'll see you next week Bye, guys. Goodbye. Oh, this is, 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 is far out. <laughs>